This is a homo's modern life production. Into every generation a slayer is born. settle in <clears throat> that one of your fears absolutely okay. absolutely well if you can dream it you can be it hi i'm andy oh we're recording hi i'm tyler <laughs> and this is slay queen slay <laughs> a buffy the vampire slayer watch cast and today we're recapping season one episode 10 nightmare is nightmare the nightmare <laughs> I don't know if it's singular or plural. It's plural. Nightmares. <laughs> Glad you did your research. I wrote it. I just wasn't, I don't trust myself. Oh. <laughs> you know how it is. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened in this episode, Tyler? Um, well, uh, nightmares sure. happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone had them. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, in my opinion, Cordelia had it the worst. <laughs> But I don't think that's Stupid. a popular opinion. Um, yeah. And child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, this yes. episode. Sure. Yep. This is what happens. Um, You're not wrong. Buffy, know. taking on some difficult issues. Yeah. As, as you should when you have a platform like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's meant for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also point out for the listeners at home that as we are um, practicing our social distancing in the current climate, yes. we've changed locations to a six foot table. So Andy and I, it's more of an eight foot actually. Oh, we've got, we've got our distance on. Yay. Um, I love this for us. So if we sound a little different today, that's why. Yeah. But yeah, let's jump into it. Okay. Let's, let's slay it. Slay. Okay, so I'll just give the quick little Hulu <clears throat> synopsis as well. Uh, Buffy and her friends find themselves in a realm where their worst nightmares become a reality. Accurate. Is it? Not I don't really. feel like they, they don't entered a, a different realm. realm. Well, <laughs> Except when they went to the graveyard. Yeah, that definitely was not regular, but I don't think any of this was regular. Yeah. I, do we think they were asleep the whole time for this? Do you think they just like never actually woke up from that dream the whole town was just sleeping this whole time because like again no one seems to care when it's all done and i feel like a lot of people got murdered yeah i'm sure they all just kind of explained it away as bad dreams at a certain point when do you stop explaining it away and accept (laughs) that shit's hitting the fan yeah anyway uh kind of i don't know did you ever watch that show um was on, I want to say it was on Nickelodeon or maybe ABC Family, Strange Days at Blake Holsey High. Yes. <laughs> it was on like Discovery Kids. Oh, you're right. Which like RIP that channel because yeah. like it was full of weird random shit. It was such a random show mm-hmm. to have happened. Mm-hmm. There was, um, this is also like a side show, but awful, but like seriously recommended called Hex. Okay. That actually really more reminds me of Strange Days at Blake Holsey High. It's like the British version. Uh-huh. 
And it's about this girl that finds out she's a witch and like angels and demons. It's very like on tune for Buffy Mm -hmm. watchers. So interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that one sometime. I'm sure. Lovely. I loved it. So this episode opens again with the lovely little intro Mm -hmm. bit, you know, with every generation. At what point are they just going to give it up? (laughs) You know, once people understand, you know, people are watching TV differently back then. So like maybe the intro is like, you know, like the warning that like, this is not that like, this is going to be a little scarier than maybe what you were just watching. So maybe it's more like a, like, what do you think came on right before Buffy? I don't know. What was in the time slot before Buffy? I don't know. Probably something really wholesome. What channel was this even on? Um, Fox. I think it was on Fox. Yeah, it's probably, what is it, 97? What the fuck was on in 97? I don't, I don't know. know. He's looking it up. Anyway, so we open the, the episode while he's looking that up with, we're in a cave. Lots of candles, and we see a shadow approach. It's Buffy. She's in hunter mode, obviously, with a, with a wooden stake. Um, and then the master pops. He kind of creeps around the corner and pops up, scares her. But she's, like, actually shooketh, like, to the point where she freezes up. She drops her stake. Oh, no, this makes way more sense. Oh. It was on WB. Oh, that makes more sense. So it's probably like One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, so she's scared. She drops the stake. The master grabs her neck. This is really like pathetic for the vampire slayer, I'm just going to say. Um, but also like at some point they're going to like wrap this master thing up, right? Because we've only got like two more episodes of the season. Right. So <laughs> is he going to go into the next season too? Like is this what we're going to have to deal with for like two or three seasons? Well... You'll have to see. Okay. Um, yeah, but it is getting to the point where you're like, um, when is this master thing going to be over? I know. Like, Cause he does like, like, and like he popped in on this episode, but like, did he really do his master thing? Not he, really. Yeah. I mean, he kind of was just like a, like side character for the most part. There was only one scene where arguably the master was real and it was just him commuting with that little kid. Yeah. Again, but, um, so you guys are the neck, but we find out that this is actually just a nightmare. She wakes up saying no, no. And her mom is there with a quip, which is starting to lead me to believe that this is where all of the quips came from, um, is her mother. Cause she goes, no, no. And the mom goes, <laughs> yes, it's time to wake up. And then when Buffy says she's excited to go to school, her mom's like, well, better buy that lottery ticket. Oh my God. This is exactly where she got them from. I blame her mother for all of this. Um, but we learn that Buffy's, uh, dad is coming into town. Um, while they're talking at school, apparently it was a rough divorce. This definitely triggers some, uh, deep personal things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, like I really feel this and like being a child of divorce is so hard. Um, but we also meet Wendell now. Wendell. Yeah. Wendell was blocking Cordelia's light. The fucking move. (laughs) Um, she's trying to check herself in the mirror and like, obviously the classroom light is not enough. So she needs to use the outdoor light to get a real view. Okay. Um, I assume that Wendell's going to die. 
Right. You would assume. Mm-hmm. It definitely seems like it. Mm-hmm. Like you just get introduced to a random student at the school and you're like, well, sorry. Sorry. Good for you. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I cannot find what came on before Buffy, mm-hmm. but I can tell you what came on after Buffy. What was it? During the winter was Dawson's Creek. Oh, you, this was definitely sandwiched between some like, like teeny, uh, probably like Beverly Hills 90210 and Dawson's Creek. Maybe. That's why they had to like set the tone, you know? <laughs> um, Anyways. Yeah. Sorry, so, Wendell. Uh, what did I say? Uh, whoa, I can't read my own writing. This is a problem. This is because oh, I'm writing too you're, fast. You're going to have to talk directly into the mic oh. <laughs> since your gain is down Oh, so hello. <laughs> um, we meet Wendell. He's blocking Cordelia's light. It's just a guess, but he's probably going to die is what I wrote. Right. Um, and then... We're sitting there and Buffy's trying to talk about like what they went over in class. Active listening. Active listening. And Sandra's like, I don't remember. And she goes, it was the night, the day that she wore the tight blue sweater. And he goes, ah, the cerulean blue Angora. Yes. <laughs> I was like. Which I thought was great. That, what? Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, because there were boobs under the sweater, mm-hmm. he knows about fashion mm-hmm. and colors. Yeah. Angora, I guess, is, is accentuates the titoise. Twas. Um, During the class um, on active listening, Buffy is not active listening and looks out the door and sees a creepy kid boy standing there. But like, did you notice, did you see her like picking up that pencil and you're like, what's going to happen with this pencil? No. Because I felt like it was so just like, she's like, ooh, my pencil. You didn't do that in class? <laughs> I guess I was always the one not paying attention. So I was like, oh, how can I entertain myself today? Wow, this pencil is yellow. <laughs> like, but damn. also, while she was picking up that pencil, the teacher's talking <laughs> and says something that I don't quite agree with. Isaacson's research led him to conclude that one of our most fundamental needs after food and shelter is to be heard. No, no. Reading is fundamental. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say sex, but oh. okay. <laughs> yeah, we can't say that. Well, sex is being listened to, right? Food and shelter, shelter and sex. sex. Is that, yeah, that seems more scientific. Yeah. Than lis- being listened to. Hey, everyone wants to be heard. Bitch, you can survive. Bear Grylls out here in the wilderness. I mean, I guess he's hey, being listened you know to by a million let's not Let's not viewers. drag people for listening to people, because if they do, if we discourage listening, then what are we doing here on this podcast? <laughs> Nobody needs to listen to anybody ever. No. Um, Wendell opens... Oh, she asked Wendell to read. Wendell, could you read? Mm-hmm. So page he twelve opens his book to a plague of tarantulas. Yes, so many. Mm-hmm. How'd they fit there? Yeah, what's happening? That's dangerous. They're just killing tarantulas. Peter's gonna come after tarantulas you. Tarantulas are harmless, I think. Well, not totally. I mean, but they're like the gentle spider. They're very manageable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it's full of tarantulas. It's all over him. And then she sees the kid go, sorry about that. Yeah. And then he like creeps away Whoosh. and she's like, that's all normal. Yeah. Everything here is normal. Buffy's like, hmm. mm-hmm. Weird. um, so back in the, then we jump back into the cave. Yes. And the master's given the chosen one. Is that what we're calling him? Uh, the anointed one, the anointed one, the vessel, the vessel. Will. Wait, no. 
Luke was the vessel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Mercedes logo mm-hmm. on his head. Um, yeah, no, the kid is the anointed one. Mm-hmm. So he's giving the anointed one like a little lesson on fear. Mm-hmm. He says fear is the most powerful emotion, not love, not hate. Fear. Mm. Turned my page. <laughs> Um, and he says there's a, uh, he can tell there's a powerful psychic force mm-hmm. something above ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the master starts talking about this symbol, these two planks, and then it pans over and it's a cross. Yep. And, it, and it scares the master. But regardless, he grabs it. Mm-hmm. Uh, his skin sizzles. Yes. Fear is all in the mind. Mm-hmm. Like pain. So if now vampires can grab crosses, this means vampires are evolving and this is a scary thing. Well, obviously vampires have like been able to touch crosses because when Buffy and Angel kissed, her necklace left that burn on his skin. So it just like hurts them. It doesn't like, right. it doesn't like. Well, and like from the way that Luke reacted to it in episode one, well, episode two, technically, I guess you would think like he saw Buffy's necklace and he was terrified and ran away. Yeah. So they've adjusted you, the power. So I of the guess cross. maybe some of the stronger vampires are a little more tolerant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are we saying Angel is a strong vampire? Oh yeah. Oh. The master thinks he's like the strongest vampire. He wants him ruling by his side. Oh, I see. Um he says actually some really good life lessons from the master today in this episode. Mm-hmm. If he's I a good mentor. Yeah, if I can face my fear, it cannot master me. Quote. That's love. Take that. Run with it. It's actually really, that's actually yeah. a good lesson that all of us should. There are actually some really surprising moments in this episode. And in these dark times. Yeah. In the, in the time of the corona. And honestly, I am so panicked right now. I feel like I'm making myself sick from all the stress and anxiety of not being sick. But it's not that. stopping me from like living normal life. Anyway. Life will sidetrack. go on. It will we'll bounce back. It's um, a cyclical baby. Yeah, but what if we all die? We're not all going to die. Yeah, that's fine. It's not even a deadly virus. Unless this is my legacy. Very frail. I'm a frail person. Eh, I suppose. Um, uh, okay, so the mom is dropping Buffy off. Um, we learn that Buffy's been screaming bloody murder in her sleep. Mm-hmm. The mom seems like everything's fine. You yeah. know, just happens. Little girls grow up. They scream. Yeah. Normal. Um and uh you can tell that Buffy's worried dad's gonna no show. You know what? This is the one where I was like, not that she's gonna no show, but like she was like, Oh my god, I left my bag at home at blah 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 blah. And I was like, girl, I have hundred percent been there. Like it is such a fun little game when your parents like won't like they don't talk. Uh-huh. So like you have to meet in like areas where you can be I remember being passed across a parking lot. Oh yeah. Like like some kind of like hostage here, deal. Here, Tyler, take this duffel bag and walk across the parking lot yes. to the other minivan. Yes, and they wouldn't get out of their car. Sometimes they would pull up next to each other and talk through the window. Talk, I use politely. Yell. Um, or like one would pick me up from school or something like uh-huh. that. So, yeah. Which is like the plan here, right? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, so we learn that Willow has some serious issues with spiders. They're, they're, they're furry bodies. They're sticky webs. And what do they need all those legs for? What do they need all those legs for? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Xander uh, doesn't want Nazis on his face. Yes. He's like, I'm more Who scared does? of Nazis crawling on my face than mm-hmm. spiders. Yeah, like, that would, the fuck, Xander? That would smash your face. Let's just, like, let's take the whole Nazi part out of it. If a man is crawling across your face, <laughs> not, not well. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well Xander. Mm-hmm. We did get a little peeky peeky at Xander's body in this episode. Which I was like, oh, oh God. Um, but uh, he's not really scared of whatever's going to happen because mm-hmm. he knows that Buffy can handle it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. demand, Buff. You the man, buff. Um, so Giles comes. So they go to the library, and Giles comes running in, strangely dazed, disoriented, confused, shifty, shifty. Um, hasn't found anything about the spiders, so he tells him, "Why don't you go fucking talk to Rand- uh, Randall, Wendell, 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 Wendell?" Which weird name. Yeah. Um, Wendell is a full-on freak. Yeah. He got real hung up when they called him an insect. Arachnids. Yeah. They're arachnids. They have Insects eight have six legs. Arachnids have eight. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't actually hate spiders. He loves spiders, but spiders. I don't hate oh. spiders. I love them. I love them. They hate me. <gasps> um, because he left his... Largest collection of spiders in the tri-state count or the tri-county area. Did you notice he said he had browns, like brown recluses, tarantulas, and black widows, two of which are deadly poisonous. Yes. All, but all of which seem, I mean, like if you're going to throw out, like I have a really extensive spider collection, maybe name some ones that nobody's heard of mm-hmm. so that it actually sounds like impressive. the gray wolf spider. Yeah. I don't know if that's the thing. Sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, and his brother left the heat lamp on and killed them all. So now, fried them. So now he has nightmares that his spiders hate him. Mm-hmm. Like he's haunted by the ghosts of his spiders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like feel that one time I had a hermit crab and I like kind of forgot about it and it escaped from its cage and I just oh. found pieces of it everywhere as I assume it decided to like try to crawl to find food and water pieces of it yeah like lost a leg i guess at some point i never actually like found the rest oh of him God. yeah traumatic i think it was only like two days or something it's horrible yeah i like went away or like had a sleepover i don't remember but yeah i felt Jesus. i still feel bad about that sorry sandy <laughs> um yeah well uh Cordelia also in the middle of this Cordelia comes in to fuck shit up. Um, I hope you studied for the history test Buffy. Uh, Buffy Wearing a fabulous neck scarf. A big ass fucking neck scarf. Um, And then she Buffy panics and like leaves the group. Yeah. Um, I I really feel like they're just. Buffy has left the group chat. Yeah. (laughs) I, I feel like they just use like Cordelia to like break up scenes sometimes. Oh yeah. When they're like, when they're like tense moment and they're all kind of staring at each other, that's when like Cordelia comes in and like says something to like spur another conversation. Yeah, exactly. She's like catalyst. How do we turn the scene? How do we move on to the next Mm -hmm. bit? We just use the lonely popular girl. Or introduce a scene. Like we often open on Cordelia just like in a space being a bitch to Mm -hmm. be like, okay, now we're in the classroom. Now we're at the bronze. Mm -hmm. We didn't see the bronze this episode. No, we didn't. I don't know why. No one had a nightmare about the bronze. That's everyone's happy place. Yeah, everyone's happy place. Um, Despite many of them almost getting murdered there. Exactly. Um, and then, where, who? So, oh God, Willow Jesus. and Xander stay and keep talking to Wendell. Yeah. Um, Buffy goes to try to find her class. Which, she's obviously having that nightmare that I still have to this day. Uh-huh. Of It's that whole thing where 
you test anxiety. Yeah. Test anxiety. But like you have this nightmare and you realize you have to go to a test for a class that you haven't been to all semester. Like you forgot you really were even enrolled in and you have to go take this test or like you're about to graduate. And then somebody's like, well, but you never went to this class that you enrolled in. And you're like, what? (laughs) I never had that fear. I actually always did better on tests than I did in my, my normal classes. It's the only reason I passed most of the time because I'd make like 98s on my exams, but I, like I wouldn't do like half of the homework. No, I literally still have dreams that I am in high school about to graduate and I like missed a class, like didn't take it or like I did graduate. And now they're like, actually we were looking at the records we and we need you to come back and take this class. Cause you didn't actually graduate. Yeet. Horrible. Um, so Buffy's like trying to find the class though. And we actually have a really sweet moment. I feel like it's like the nicest I've ever seen Cordelia. Very true. Yeah, it is. Where she's like, you don't know where it is, do you? And she's like, oh, she's like, it's because you never show up. So she calls her out. She goes, it's in here. Like helps her. <laughs> That's how you know it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Girl, it's you're not- in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, so then while Willow and Xander are talking, he does talk about to, to, to Wendell. He is talking about having nightmares because he thinks the spiders are out for vengeance. Um, so he's not exactly quote unquote. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. So after Buffy's little test dream where like time flies, she doesn't get to answer any of the questions, including writing her own name. Mm-hmm. We cut to these girls <laughs> and one of them's like, I'm going to go take a, break yeah smoke smoke break break. Mm -hmm. so she like goes down into the basement and the kid's watching her Mm -hmm. he's like "Mm, shouldn't have gone down there he shouldn't go down there and then she gets brutally fucking attacked by this monster man clubbed by his it's like a it's not even like a club it's a club hand yeah it's like it's like an extended arm he has a club for a forearm Mm -hmm. um and then there's a commercial break. Y'all forget that I watch I watch Hulu with commercials. So oh, yeah. like I actually had to like sit here and be like, oh fuck. And then it was like an oh. advertisement for Red Lobster. But he also uh It says Lucky 19. It says Lucky 19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it isn't Lucky 19. It's like, well. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, I don't really understand where that comes from because that's not her nightmare. But right. I, it was kind of, this is where it didn't really make sense. It, it was like the kid it's, uh, is, is the monster what's creating the like nightmares for everybody else? Because it's odd that like the girl with the smoke break should have been beat up by her own nightmare. Yeah. To be on trend with everybody else. Right. Oh my. Edbert. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so then we're in the hospital. Yeah. Buffy and Giles go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. She looks bad. She looks real bad. Yeah. She looks swollen and bruised mm-hmm. and bandaged. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells them kind of what happened, but she doesn't get into too many details. And they're like, well, you can tell us even if you think it's weird. Um, and the girl goes, he said lucky 19. That's weird, right? Yes. They're like, Yes, and yeah. that is all we need to know. So thank mm-hmm. you and goodbye. Yeah. Um, and as they're leaving, the doctor, they're talking to the doctor, like, is she going to be okay, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, it's nothing like the first victim. And they take him over to this victim that's been like <laughs> Look at this child up. that's in a coma. Yeah, in a, in a coma, goodbye, good night. 
So they're like, oh, something's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Then we jump back to the school. And this is where shit really starts to take off. Right. We start to see the nightmares spreading mm-hmm. to like lesser characters. Yeah. <laughs> Not even characters even. So there's like these greaser guys, which yes. don't really make too much sense. Because no. I, I thought these were already gone by the 90s, but yeah. I guess not. Um, and he's talking about how, like, with his little biker gang, he's like, oh, I'm going to beat this guy yeah, up. Ba, 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 ba. And then his, like, mom comes in out of nowhere, and she's like, lick his cheek or something. And then Xander and Willow walk into class, and Xander, ooh, Xander. Wait, well, Xander and Willow were talking before that about, like, what what's going on, what's happening. Wendell had a dream, and then that exact thing happened. Which is a fair Wiggins, I admit. Fair Wiggins. Fair Wiggins. I don't think Wiggins has ever been used anywhere else but this show. It's possible. Um, Yeah. So then they walk into class. But they're starting to pick up on what's happening. Yeah. Or at least Willow is. Yeah. Yeah, especially after this. Yeah. Walk in. Willow and Xander walk in. Mm -hmm. Everyone starts to laugh, and Willow's like... Ha ha ha, what's up? And she turns around and Xander is basically naked. He's Stark a, naked. Just kidding. He's a boxer's guy. Wearing, so unfortunate. Um, and glistening in sweat. Oh. Did you not notice that? No. I did. Okay. Yeah, he's like sweating nervous. It's like they oiled him down for this. Mm-hmm. He's got a good body. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm attracted to Xander and all of his douchebagginess. <sighs> My note literally says, um, Xander's in his underwear, sweating, and I'm turned on. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to play a sound effect from later in the episode. I'm sick. I need help. (laughs) Don't I know it? Me. That's that's me and you right now. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have, like, just a little side note is I feel like the fashion outside of Xander's terrible shirts in general has gotten better, so I have less criticism, or I'm possibly just getting used to it. Yeah, you're acclimating. Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to see things as weird because it's, like, the same weird things over and over again. Sure, sure, sure. Um, So everyone's... Basically, everyone's experiencing their nightmares right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Buffy comes into the library mm-hmm. and with Giles and sees the newspaper and recognizes Billy in the newspaper mm-hmm. as and he, the kid who's in the coma, but also the kid that was, you know, mm-hmm. creeping around school. But don't forget, Giles is freaking out because guess what? Oh, yeah. He can't read. He can't read. At all. He Um, doesn't understand it. It's gibberish is what he says. Yeah. Um, But Buffy does notice that the kid, Billy, in the picture is wearing jersey. Number 19. Mm -hmm. She goes, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. So Giles deduces that Billy in his comatose state must be astral projecting. Mm -hmm. Casual. Uh, Yeah. You know, casual. Mm -hmm. And Buffy's like, oh, so I'm seeing his asteroid body. No, Buffy. Astral. She's not that stupid. I mean, has she... Well, you know, she probably hasn't watched Charmed yet. That's true. And that's how we all know about astral projection. Yeah, oh my God, they do it all the time. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, And and Sabrina now. mm -hmm. Lord. Yeah, all the witches are into it. Um, So Buffy's dad arrives, kind of out of nowhere. Hank Summers. Um, Yep. And her dad has to talk to her a little bit um, about why her and her mom split. Oh, God. Uh, I <laughs> clipped out this entire speech. Do it. Because it's so 
fucking brutal. Yeah, do it. Just play it. Play oh, it for the people. All right. Was there someone else? No. No, it was nothing like that. Then what was it? It was you. Oh. Yikes. Ooh. Having you. Raising you. Seeing you every day. I mean, do you have any idea what that's you. like? It's every divorce kid's nightmare. Gosh, you don't even see what's right in front of your face, do you? Well, big surprise there. All you ever think about is yourself. You get in trouble. You embarrass us with all the crazy stunts you pull. And do I have Yeet. to go on? No. Please don't. No. <laughs> Stop. You're Stop. sullen and rude and you're not nearly <coughs> as bright as I thought you were going to be. Stupid. Wow. Hey, Buffy, let's be honest. Could you stand to live in the same house with a daughter like that? Oh, Bam! Why are you saying all these things? Because they're true. I think that's the least we owe one another. And then he says he doesn't want to do their weekends uh, together anymore. Yeah, he's not, I'm just not getting anything out of it. Oh. And then Buffy cries, and then she sees the kid. <laughs> She's like, you fucker. Uh-huh. Like, uh, that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, even to know that, it, like, it's a dream, but to, like, have to see your father, like, tell all of that to your face. Uh-huh. Sucks. I remember, this is going to be a little sad note from my childhood. I remember when my parents first, like, told me they were getting a divorce, and then my dad came the next day. Uh, which if you listen to the other podcast, you know that my room at this time was like disconnected from my house. So he comes to my door because I basically lived in the guest house because we didn't have an extra bedroom in the main house. Long story. But he comes to the door and he like knocks and he's like crying and he like uses my like shirt sleeve to dry his tears. Oh my God. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. Cause he's like, I want to see how I'm upset. And I was like, I oh. get it dead. Oh, He's a good guy for this. It's just like one of his stranger moments. That's where I get it from. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, like, and I think this is the first time we've seen Sarah Michelle Geller cry. Like, yeah, really, so she's cry. actually like truly disturbed through this whole episode for the most part. Yeah, but um, like, she just uh, the the way she cries as Buffy is just like this wide eyed, like disturbed looking, like. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like she has to let all the oxygen into her eyes to produce tears. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe, she, <laughs> I guess it's probably what it actually is, is that thing of, like, they put crocodile tears, like, in her eyes. Because I think that's how they do it. They, like, put the tears in your eyes, and then when you blink, it, like, squeezes out the tears. Mm-hmm. So she's just trying really hard not to blink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me. All the time. <laughs> We're staring at each okay, other. Okay, okay. And tear. Uh-huh. Um... So Willa and Xander come into the library. Uh, Xan found out, oh, found other clothes since his clothes are officially missing since he's been undressed in the classroom. They never came back. They're just gone in whatever void that this was. (laughs) Um, I'd be very interested if he like went home and found them in like in his closet or something. Um, and uh, Willow starts to kind of pick up on the fact that, that these are all nightmares. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so Willow proposes that and she's like, what? And like, Giles, what is causing this to happen? Yeah. Why is this got- happening? Billy. Well, that explanation was shorter than usual. <laughs> it's Billy. Who's Billy? It's Billy. <laughs> it's Billy. Um, 
He goes, we have to stop it soon or everyone in Sunnydale is going to be facing their worst nightmares. Cut to Cordelia Cordelia opening her locker mirror to a frizzy ass ball of hair on her head. Yes. That's really it. She she panics. She tries to brush it out. Um, Buffy. And then we go back to Buffy and she's outside doing sad girl walk. Yeah. um, And sees the boy and follows him inside the gym. Um, she approaches him to kind of talk about, she goes, Billy, (laughs) what's going on, Billy? Uh, Is that how she says it? That's how I say it. Billy, (laughs) Billy. Um, he goes, the ugly man called him lucky 19. Mm -hmm. The ugly man is the one that beat him up. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, all of a sudden, he goes, oh, my God, he's right there. And she turns around. The ugly man's waving his little club arm and, like, tries to go after Buffy. And then it's a commercial break again. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Commercial break. Forgot. Yeah. Then I see a commercial I don't know about, like, progressive auto insurance. Who knows? <laughs> um, Flo? Flo. Um, what was I watching? I was watching um, The Comeback the other day, and she was on it. It's a good show, too. Um, uh, Buffy, <laughs> we come back in and Buffy's fighting the ugly man. Sure. Billy runs away. Buffy limps away. She was limping. Yeah, she was limping. She oh. seemed to have gotten over that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Giles, Willow, and Xander were back to them. They're like, we should split up to find Buffy. What it's faster. Should we split up to look for. Good idea. Uh, faster, but not really safer. Willow's like, oh God, oh Jesus, oh my. It's like this true Scooby-Doo moment of like, wait, shouldn't we at least go in pairs? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Willow opens the, oh, Willow, oh, cut to Willow seeing Cordelia in frumpy-ass oh fucking God. clothes. Yes, getting like a pilgrim. Getting forcibly dragged into the chess team meeting. Yes. <laughs> She's, She's like, Help! She is really going through it for this one. And does she come out a better person at the end? Who knows? Absolutely. Well, I guess we don't see her. Mm -mm. This is the last time we see her this episode. Um, For some reason, Willow opens the basement door and then someone says her name. So she decides to go down and then somebody, a hand comes out and grabs her. But it's not the monster hand. No, it's Mm -mm. just a person hand. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to Xander walking into the locker room with swastikas all over the wall, which made Call me th- back. which made me think that he's going to have like Nazis all like Nazis are going to come out in this episode. Nope. So this really surprised me, but he finds like a candy bar on the ground and decides to eat it. Yeah. So the swastikas were just like a really subtle callback to his earlier comment about him being more afraid that Nazis are going to crawl over mm-hmm. his face than spiders, mm-hmm. which was like such a throwaway line and then to like reincorporate it into the dream was clever. Yep. I thought. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but also a throwaway like element of the yeah, dream. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it had nothing to do with anything. No. Um, and he just keeps finding this candy on the ground and eating it and Which eats like, it. It's like a candy a, trail. Does he have a Hansel and Gretel fear? I guess. I don't know. Um, it was very odd. It was an odd way to get him into the, especially because he was already like digging around to try to find Buffy anyway. It was kind of like useless. Yeah. Um, so then we cut back to Billy and Buffy and they're trapped in a maze of hallways because every door they go out seems to like not be where they meant to be because they pop out and they're outside. And she goes, I swear this went to the library. Um, and they're looking at, uh, 
the baseball field. Yeah. Um, and Billy starts to have callbacks to his <laughs> accident. And he goes, some guy said it was, as I said, some guy said it was Billy's fault. The game was lost. All of a sudden it's nighttime and they're in the graveyard. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. This is where I said, Billy is definitely being abused when he messes up in mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah. Dark. Oops. Dark, dark. Um, then we cut back to Willow, Willow, which is like my favorite nightmare of them all. Getting rushed onto stage. In a cultural, a cultural appropriated kimono and top knot and geisha lips. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is backstage and forced to sing. So her fear She's is stage fright. She's introduced as the world's finest soprano. Uh-huh. And then she gets on stage. She doesn't sing. And then finally he's like, sing something. She goes, ah. No, because that's a, definitely another nightmare I've had is like getting thrown on stage and you have no idea. Like, you're like, oh, I never memorized my lines. I never, you know, I don't know anything about this show that we're supposed to be putting on. And all of a sudden I'm supposed to be on stage doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we cut back to Xander. This is a lot of like cutback cutbacks. Yeah. He's still eating floor candy. <laughs> um, he sees a cre- he hears some creepy laughter as he discovers a candy bar from his youth, the ch- a chocolate hurricane, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, uh, and then he gets c- attacked by like the creepiest fucking clown in the world. Mm. Like this makeup is like Bianca Del Rio did a horror film, <laughs> creepier than Pennywise. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Pennywise um, is kind of like casual, you know. You think he's hot? Yeah. Come on, come on, scars guard. Um, then we go back to Buffy and Billy. And Billy, um, they're in the graveyard and the master is just like casually leaning like on the tombstone, like cross, like, yo, what up? That's kind of like his mood, his vibe in this. Well, and Billy and Buffy have just found an open grave. Yeah, they found an open grave. Um, But yeah, the master's like, I'm here, bitches. uh, Buffy's like, you're not here. You're in our dreams. mm -hmm. And the master's like, no, 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 no. This is real. Oh, you have it? He's going to play it. Play it. <laughs> I have. Because really, I'm, I'm surprised Disney hasn't gone after them. This is a dream. A dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> a dream is a wish your heart makes. Arguably, that could have been taken directly from Hans Christian Andersen, who wrote uh, the original movie. I can't remember what it is. I think it's Cinderella. So wish your heart makes. For some reason I was thinking that was from Pinocchio. No, it's definitely Cinderella. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, if you keep on believing. You're right. Dream that you wish. It also is like the Walt Disney, like corporate theme song. Yeah. Um, anyway. So like, I really don't think that. <laughs> I think they just missed it and it's too late now. It's definitely Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whoa, I lost my place. I'm the worst today. It's because I have coronavirus. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so Buffy gets buried alive. The yep. master, yeah. Throws her in the coffin. Dream, dream master makes the executive decision not to just kill her, mm-hmm. but rather to bury her alive, which is interesting. Um, hello. 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 Excuse, excuse. We, you know, social distancing comes comes at a price, which yeah. includes being in a, a traffic area. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse. Distracted. Uh, so Willow, Giles, and Xander all find each other, uh, and are all being chased by mm-hmm. the killer clown. Yeah. 
They're all, they've all, well, Willow's gotten out of her nightmare. Giles is technically still in it because his is more of a physical attribute that are not being able to read is just his nightmare, which is like kind of boring. It's like, how can you really like, Mm -hmm. unless there are like a lot of directional signs in the hallways, Mm -hmm. that's not really going to play into this. Um, and so they're all being chased by the clown, but then Xander turns around and fucking KOs it. Yeah. Why couldn't he have done that in the beginning? Well, you know, he's protecting his friends. Yeah. Now he's like empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they walk outside cause they're like, we got to find Buffy. And they walk outside and Bullock goes, when did they put a cemetery across the street? Right. Uh huh. It's like this dark hole. Yeah. Um, uh, Giles, <laughs> fi- they find Buffy's grave. After she's been buried alive. Giles is like, oh, it's my worst fear. Mm-hmm. I failed her. This I didn't is protect her. This I didn't train her. her. Um, and then her hand. Oh, yeah. She's buried and then her hand pops up. And then she comes out surprisingly clean. Yeah. Out of digging her way in the well, dirt. Well, the person that, physically, that you see physically come out of the dirt, like from behind, mm-hmm. covered in dirt. And then you cut to her from the front and she's dusting herself off. So and clean. She's very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's also a vampire. Boom, boom, boom. Which is the first time that any of the uh, Scooby gang is seen in vampire mm-hmm. makeup. But not the last visage. time I'm seeing. Not the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Buffy says, we better hurry and find Billy because I'm getting hungry. Mm-hmm. Do you have that? Oh, no. But then... <laughs> well, and, you I know, never know what clips he has and doesn't. He just surprises <laughs> me. They're walking to the hospital. <laughs> like They're like getting ready to go to the hospital. And Giles is like, well, once... It's like Buffy's going to be fine. Once we, you know, fix Billy, then everything will go back to normal. And Willow's asking just like a ton of, she's like, are you sure? But like, what if it doesn't? But like, what? And Charles just like. Willow, do shut up. <laughs> do shut up. He's over it today. It's such a little weak. He's just like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And the hospital My is. is a vampire. The hospital is in fucking chaos when they get there. Yeah. Fucking chaos. Um... And they go in to find Billy. And then my favorite thing is they're like, what do we do? And someone just goes, I think it's Giles goes, Billy, wake up. <laughs> Good job, Giles. Really Good job. job. I'm sure the nobody do- tried No that. doctor tried that. Yep. No doctor. Um, but Billy's ghost is there. Mm-hmm. Astro um, Billy. Mm-hmm. Astro Billy. And the ugly man gets there and Buffy's going to kick his ass vampire style. Scary. I'll tell you something now. There are a lot scarier things than you. <laughs> and I'm one of them. Ooh, bitch. Yeah. Um, so she, of course, boom, bomb, B, kicks his butt. Like, yeah, because now she's got the combined strength of a slayer and vampire. So she's more like predatorial. Yeah. A little animalistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does give a nice little growl. Yeah. Um, but then she knocks him out and lays him up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Billy, you have to, you have to finish this. And so she, yeah. he's like, what me? Ah, oh. and then he comes over and like, 
I want to say do? lifts his mask that's off, what I was, I, but that's he what I like thought he was going to very do. much rips his face off to expose. Well, it like cuts away right as he like pulls, and it's just like a bright light a bright shining, light. and then everything clicks back into normal, and Billy wakes up. It, I mean, it felt very much like the Scooby Doo unmasking, like. It was you totally know. a Scooby-Doo unmasking moment, but there was no mask. Like, it wasn't like he was a monster. It wasn't like he was a person pretending to be a monster. Right. Well, but like... It would Maybe be, it was more of a metaphorical thing. But it would have been really... I thought it would have been much more poetic to actually have the coach uh-huh. be under... Like, he rips off the mask and it's the coach and he's like And then it flashed to normal and then the coach walks in. Yes. Yeah, and then they're like... Because <gasps> then everybody would have known exactly... I mean, they still do because when the coach walks in, he's like, oh, there's my lucky 19. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, you're an abuser. Yeah. Uh, the coach shows up, called him lucky 19. Like, things move real fast from this point. Yeah, where, like, I'm like, the coach beat him up. Dark is literally written. 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 Yeah, um, and yeah, he tries to run away. Dad. Yeah, he, yeah, me too. It could be. I mean, it could be. We okay. don't know. Um, and then the coach tries to run away. Xander and Giles stop him. And oh, then we missed a, 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 a reference. Oh. Because uh, when Billy wakes up, he makes a Wizard of Oz reference. Oh, that's right. I did write that down here. <laughs> Billy says, I had a dream, and you were there, and, and you, you were there, there? and you were there. <laughs> Who are you? That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, okay, Billy making the, uh, you know, I don't know if he's purposely making a reference. Two references. That was absolutely, that was literally the exact line outside of Who Are You? Yeah. Um, and then we cut to school for the classic show wrap up, which is starting to be more of a thing here. Um, well, and they're like, well, thank God that guy is behind bars. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. We got him arrested. Mm-hmm. There was a whole like CPS, like, you know, serious court case. Law and order SVU. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, Buffy's dad is there and he's nice again. So we're happy. Yeah. Um, Yay, Hank. Uh, Willow does have a little quick question for Xander though. Um, while Buffy was, um, you know, a vampire, did you, um, still find her attractive? And Xander, of course, did. I'm sick. I need help. Don't I know it. Which, like, such a... Sh- <laughs> it doesn't... Does it matter? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's still Buffy. You know what I mean? She's just, like, from, from the nose up, she's just a little different. But wow. the rest of Buffy is the same, and she's still the same person. I'm glad to hear you're so open-minded when it comes to dating demons. I date them all the time. <laughs> you know? Don't I know it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Amazing. it. Yeah. That's the end of our show. We kind of did it, didn't we? Yep. You can follow me at Homo's Modern Life on Instagram. And you can follow me at Andy from Boy Story. Go click on that follow button at the show on Instagram if you want all the updates and any Buffy memes we come up to at HML Slay Queen. You can follow our other shows, HML Political Hookup. Mm-hmm. If you want some merch, we got merch. Cover oh, your titties. You didn't want to mention the oh, other, yeah. other show? Oh, yeah. The Instagram. Well, the other other show is Homo's Modern Life, the original podcast. Yes. Um, and we also got merch, HML shop. Yes. Cover your titties with our merch. Go to our website, find a bunch of stuff, homosmodernlife.com. Mm-hmm. Um, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your kids. And as always, join us next week when we recap our next episode, season one, episode 11, out of sight or out of mind, out of sight. Mm-hmm. Only two more episodes of this season. See how they flipped it and reversed it? That yeah. was clever. Come on, Missy Elliott. 
Well, get out there and slay, bitch. Slay. Slayana. Latina. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production. 